This is exactly right. Scotty there. I'm here. I see you. I know, in person, live and in person. This is so wonderful. Are you ready to start this? I'm so ready to laugh and laugh and laugh. Here it is. They stole her driveway. <laughs> yes, they did. Well, park your butts right in their Thank seats you. and listen to this little episode of the podcast known as Bananas. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to Bananas. Uh, I am Kerr Brownoller. I am Banana Boy number two, Scotty Landis. Thank you for listening to the silliest little podcast there ever was. You can give us five stars on Apple or Spotify, but Google Podcasts going away. Google Podcasts is, I didn't even look at that. Didn't even know it was a thing. Probably, probably part of the issue. <laughs> I got an email today that's like, Google Podcasts is going away. <laughs> Say it ain't so, Google. How much could that cost them? To host, oh, it maybe is a lot of server space. Oh, maybe. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Also, I bet you did see this one. You know who else is going out of business? Who? Bird Scooters. I did. Also, the story of Bird Scooters is fucking Looney Tunes. (laughs) I know. know. It's really crazy. So for those of you who don't know, Scotty and I, I don't know, in the first year of this podcast, we're pitching Bird on, we wanted to ride from uh, Los Angeles to uh, San Francisco. On the PCH, on the Pacific Coast Highway. <laughs> also, an amazing idea. Yeah. Also, a terrible idea. Yeah, real bad. If you ride a bird scooter for 45 minutes, yes. your hands are shaking and vibrating at a rate. we would Our bones would have like dissolved. Your back leg, whatever that is to you, <laughs> hamstring gets so tight that like you're limping for a few days. And we were yeah. going to do it, whatever that is. I don't know. It's five hour drive it's a five well oh no on the pch it's probably like a 12 hour drive so probably 350 to 500 miles on bird scooters and we wrote to corporate we were like hey we want to do this we do big dumb things and they just said no yep so hey bird scooter sorry you're going out of business but it looks like it makes sense the banana boys are thriving over here if you can't if you don't recognize an amazing pr opportunity Mm -hmm. when it's Placed in your lap. What does that cost, Bird? Two scooters for seven days? Yeah. It costs them nothing. 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 Those fools. Those fools. Also, they were like, there's so much, uh, so uh, the amount of people who got hurt on those things and also the way that they ran. Yes. The people who had to charge them and repair them, they treated people like shit. Yep. Goodbye, Bird. Mm-hmm. Not sorry to see you go. Nope. I'll hop on uh, one of the other thousands of electric scooters out there. Yeah. Sorry, guys. The Banana Boys are thriving in 2024, and Bird went bye-bye. Hey, Lime. Scotty and I are interested <laughs> in riding your scooters from Los Angeles to San Francisco. Yeah. I would do it. I think we'd probably need a rotation of three each, one charging, one yeah. standing by, and then the one we're on. And then we're going to just need somebody to drive a follow van or a lead van for us. Other than that, 
Uh, it's just us in the open road. Two, just us in the open two road. very tall men on on scooters built for children, <laughs> going along the windiest, most mudslidey road <laughs> in North America. I say yes. I say oh yes. Um, um, I started watching that show last night, Sam Spade. It's on AMC. It's Clive oh, Owen. Okay. It's based on the character, the detective character mm-hmm. Sam Spade from the Maltese Falcon. Right. Anyways, I could not stop laughing, and this uh-huh. might ruin the first episode oh, okay. for you, at every car yeah. in it. Cars used to be so stupid. Yes. I can't believe cars advanced. It's really crazy. <laughs> like, the beginning of cars were so dumb. Like, they were almost... Uh, there's points in the show where I'm like, wouldn't it have been better just to walk or ride a horse <laughs> or a bicycle than this dumb thing? And then somewhere in, like, act two or three, he switches cars to a somehow even dumber... <laughs> It's in the south of France, so maybe they're French cars. But I was like, how... Like, what year is it? Like, the 30s? Uh, it's after... I think it's the 40s. I think it's it's either the 30s or the 40s, because it's after one of the world wars. World and, war, and... But the cars are so dumb and heavy and don't start and are slow. I'm like... It is incredible now that we have the cars we have that they didn't just give up on it being like, this is dumb. I remember you used to have a joke about... The invention of windshield wipers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just that they they didn't think about that when they invented the car. So that they were just people driving around, wind just hitting them in the face. Uh, yeah, it's true. And then they were like, we need to do something about Like, it would have been a first thought for... Oh, no, of windshields. Windshields. Not even wipers, just yeah. windshields. Right. That they were just like, no, you got to wear goggles all the time. <laughs> They're like, there's no way, uh, there's no other way we could do this. <laughs> and then I'm sure they broke a million times. But I was thinking, what do you think in like 30 years will be so obsolete that we'll look back to today and go, what were we doing? What? Microwaves. Yeah. I feel like microwaves, I, for some reason, our microwave is mounted in the wall above our oven. And it's right at, like, chest and head level for us. Yeah. And it's just, like, so insane. And it's right in front of, like, where the kids normally eat dinner. So whenever I – and I microwave a lot of stuff for kids, you know? So um, whenever I microwave it, I stand with my back to it, shielding the children from, like, (laughs) microwave radiation. And it's like – but I'm like, why is this – shouldn't it be, like, outside? (laughs) It feels like microwaves should be outside. Been around a long time. They've been around a long time, and cancer rates and young people keep rising. Well, that's true. That's a good point. Yes. Um, I The first one that popped to my mind, and I think this is, I don't think you can argue this. Okay. When you're in an airport and you see those charging stations where everybody has like 20 phones plugged in, I don't think those will be around in seven years. That seems like a technology in 2023, 2024 that's already 10 years old somehow. Yeah. Also, to me, what I see, all I see is plug in and let's steal your data. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, give us a direct connection to your entire life. Mm-hmm. It's a direct connection. <laughs> yeah. To something that you don't control. <laughs> you have no idea where the wires go. You or the public like- can just put a thing in there. So you're just putting your USB right into somebody's whatever those things are called. The That's fact, probably true. It is so insane that like all everything is on the stupid phone. True. Everything. Like my bank details, my mortgage is of on the course. phone. Of course. Of course. That's why whenever we get stories about somebody dropping their phone in a porta potty, you do go like, how far in did it go? Yeah. Is it right on top? <laughs> 
Apple Watch, a little different. When Apple. the woman went it got stuck in the porta oh, potty for the incredible. Apple Watch, it's like, it's gone. Let it go. Let it go. It's an Apple Watch. Let it it's go. It's not your phone. No. What time it is? Time to smell like shit for a week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the heck story were we talking about? Oh, I remember. Stolen driveway. Yeah. So this woman has her... So there is an update to this story, and oh, that's good. why I'm doing it. Yes, sir. So this woman has her entire... I'll read it. This was on WF... A lot of people sent this one in. Yeah. WFTV9.com. Um, uh, written by Nick Pompatontatis. Oh, oh, Greek Nick Pompatontatis. <laughs> Best in the biz, Pompatontatis. Yasu. Uh, walking unsteadily off the front porch of 1438 Bethesda Drive, mm-hmm. Amanda Brucho, Brochu cool navigated the bumps and valleys where her walkway should have been. Aww. Slowly, she headed for the street where her son played with her friends. She passed the white for sale sign sticking up out of the front yard, normally a beckoning beacon to house hunters. Now it serves as a painful reminder that her time is running out. Okay, so she's trying to sell her house. In a season where most people fret about porch pirates, Brochu encountered something far worse. Someone ran away with her concrete driveway. I come home and my driveway is gone, Brochu said. That's nuts. And it's like, so it is a long, I would say, 30 to 45 feet Mm -hmm. concrete, probably 20 feet across. Mm -hmm. It's a concrete slab in the ground. And then after it's stolen, it is just a mud pile in a hole in the front or in her front yard. I I don't even understand how you would. I don't have no idea how you would steal it. Yeah, I don't know. You could like it. Six forklifts just perfectly driving together. (laughs) (laughs) Just AI forklifts just came in and scooped it up and then drove it. Yeah. And what's the use of concrete to lay it somewhere else? I mean, it's so insane. Also, she's trying to sell. So she had like just poured it. It yes. was like it was hard and it was done. She had just replaced the roof. She made minor touch-ups. I mean, it sounds like she really loved this driveway. Yeah. So, well, she just was trying to sell her house, and now she doesn't have a driveway, so she can't sell her house. Oh. And it was right before Christmas, oh, so it's insane. Anyway, geez. this story goes out. Yeah. Becomes like a meme. Becomes a big thing. Somebody starts a GoFundMe for her. Okay. Uh, here it nice. is from WFTV nine, Nick Pompatompatis again. Yeah, this was sent in by Andrew Miller. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew Miller. You rule. Stolen driveway. Homeowner donates GoFundMe earnings to charity. An Orange County woman who came home from work to find her driveway missing a few days before Christmas has followed through on a promise she made after her story went viral. Amanda Brucho surprised the Russell home with a $10,000 donation raised through a GoFundMe campaign she set up to replace her driveway. The donations, which came in from all over the world, were no longer needed after Orange City-based MM Concrete Specialty offered to replace Brucho's driveway for free. Despite being short on cash amidst the process of trying to sell her house, Brochu was determined to pay it forward and make sure the money could be put to good use. I was put in a bad situation, but there's a beautiful outcome to this story. Hell yeah! Brochu was able to surprise the nonprofit with the help of Nine Family Connection and McCoy Federal Credit Union, which used the pre-planned Run for the Russell Home event and the guise of a promotional TV interview with the organization's leadership as a cover story. So she showed up with a giant check and gave it to them. So great. That's smart. Yeah. Simple con. 
It is uh, the money could not have come at a better time for the Russell Home, which is founded in the early 1950s and is Florida's oldest independent facility specializing in the care of newborns, children, and adults with severe disabilities. Hey, that's nice. man. Hey, that's nice. I mean, think about that. The fact that, like, these assholes stole her driveway. And because they stole her driveway, now this place has $10,000 more. That's great. That's making lemonade. That's what we say. That's making banana aid. When I was... I didn't lose my teeth until later in life. So I didn't lose my <laughs> first teeth uh, until... You're a late tooth bloomer. I was a late tooth bloomer. Um, and when they came in, they came in big. So my parents were inside. <laughs> this was our first childhood house. So I think I probably lost my first tooth at like seven. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. I lost my last two teeth at the same day, biting into a now and later... When I was 14. Oh, my God. You had a missing tooth as a 14-year-old? Two. And I was talking to... Where? Which ones? Uh, uh, it was this fang on the left and the one below it. Dude. And I was, oh, that's I was, tough. I had hurt my knee as a freshman, and I was a girls' lacrosse manager to com- get community service hours, which is genius. I was uh-huh. just... I was the manager for the track and field team after I stopped being on the track and field team because I didn't like running. You need those 80 hours of community <laughs> service. And I was like, hmm, who are the most attractive girls? at this entire school, the lacrosse girls. Okay, I will manage them. <laughs> I'll keep score. And I was still <clears throat> talking to a woman named Melissa Posner. In mid-conversation, I bit down on a now and later. And when I opened my mouth, a tooth was on the top and a tooth was in the bottom. No. And she goes, oh my God, what does that feel like? And it, like blood's coming out. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, I haven't lost a tooth in like 15 years. What does that feel like? <laughs> and it was such a fascinating response. She wasn't freaked out. She yeah. wanted to remember the sensation of nothing there. And it sucked. But when I was a little guy, <laughs> the way my first one fell out was I was in Reisterstown, Maryland. And my parents were inside. And mm-hmm. they were getting work done on their driveway. Yeah. Look at this. And I this was is the driveway connection, folks. A bicycle. So I could also ride a bike without training wheels at like... Before I was three. Okay. I could swim underwater when I was one across the pool. They, I should have been a swimmer is what I'm saying. Um, but now I just sink. So my parents are inside. This man's working on their driveway. I'm just doing circles on my bicycle. And I'm trying to impress this, this grown-up, I guess. And at some point, the front wheel goes out, and I hit my face on the Ooh. driveway. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> so the poor guy who's never met me before, I'm just some six-year-old kid riding around, uh, <clears throat> and it has to go into the house and go like, uh, I think you need to come outside. And my front two teeth were sticking straight out. Like, uh... out, like, <laughs> and so my parents are like, you know, hosting friends and trying to have a nice night and getting their, their yard and their driveway worked on. And here's old Bozo bicycle boy just bashing his teeth out. And those were the first two to fall. So they rushed me to the dentist. Uh-huh. Uh, they gave me um, wood tongue depressors to try to pry them back down for, like slowly every day. Wow. And then eventually they wiggled out. Wow. And then I never had braces. My teeth just came in straight after that. So what I'm saying is let your kids bash their face. And you never had... Wow, that's interesting. No braces, interesting. no cavities. I mean, if you had to have... Bra- you have no braces and no cavities? I think Come it's because I lost them late in life. That's crazy. Because, yeah, Olive started losing her teeth at, like, two. Yeah, normal she's, kid. She's lo- no, it's it's early. She's oh, lost nine, nine teeth already. And that's early. Wow. All of those are early. And it's causing, like, weird issues, actually. And Gus hasn't lost any. And he's four. So 
It's different. People are different, Scotty. I know. You just got to put yourself in like the reverse. Like when you had your IT job, it's like your boss's kid is just riding around and then suddenly eats it and bashes his teeth out on a cubicle next to you. You just have to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, Um, especially when you don't, if you don't have kids. Yeah. Like, because now I feel like I would just like feel comfortable scooping a kid up and just like, here you go, you know. Um, but now it's just if before I had kids, I would be like, oh, no, no, an alien has had an emergency. <laughs> I must alert the, the parents of the alien. <laughs> How much blood do children have inside them? <laughs> Googling quickly before I go inside. <laughs> do I need to run or walk to find the guardian? Yeah, <laughs> but it worked. It's one way to lose your front two teeth. Um, oh, man. Uh, everybody, listen, I want to pitch before Scotty reads this next story. Go if you're if you like comedy. I do. You like comedy? I'm laughing. I highly suggest you check out After Midnight on CBS. Oh yeah. It is a new so basically uh James Corden used to be one of the late night talk show hosts. Yes. Uh he hosted the 12:35 slot on CBS mm-hmm. after Colbert. Mm-hmm. Uh and that show stopped around right before the p- r- r- pandemic, I don't know. No, it stopped like it last was, year. It stopped like last year. Uh-huh. Oh, and then it was the writer strike. Yeah. I always get the two confused. Yeah, felt the same. <laughs> felt the same. Um, and now they've replaced it with After Midnight, which is uh, hosted by Taylor Tomlinson. So she currently is the only woman hosting a late night talk show. Amazing. Um, but it's not necessarily a talk show. It is a game show, and it's based on At Midnight, which was on Comedy Central. Yes. Um, and it's really fun. It was and great. It- you did a great job. Kurt was on the premiere episode of a new series on CBS with Aparna and Whitney and it, you guys were great together. Oh, thank you. And Taylor you. was so natural. She's so good. You're an old pro at that. You were great on At Midnight, too. It was excellent. And if you like comedy, especially stand-up comedy, it's the only showcase, yeah. nightly showcase for comics. And where you will, you will learn about new comics that you then fall in love with and like start following. They are That is like that is what At Midnight did. People loved it for that. And that is what After Midnight will do. And it is, it's awesome. And it's just joke, 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 joke. Like, it's so fun to watch. It was fun because Whitney took the heel. She was like a, being a villain in it for some reason, which was very funny. Yeah, she really did. And then you and Aparna are absurdists in yeah. your own way. Um, and so, like, when it would, Whitney would answer and it'd be like a really good joke that was like intentionally sort of antagonizing. And then you would say something completely unexpected. And then Aparna would too. And I'm like, I like this, this trio. <laughs> Let's get these three a sitcom. <laughs> but Taylor is great. Taylor was on an episode of Bananas about two years yes. ago, and she rules. She's so great. We'll have her back. <laughs> yeah, we'll have her back. Well, yeah, she's In busy between, now. Yeah, exactly. Shooting a show a day. But congrats on being on the first episode. That's Thank awesome. You. That was cool. Man. That yeah. was very cool. Yeah. Um, um, I do have one. Stephanie Simpson us. sent this in. Stephanie sends lots of good stories. Thank you, Stephanie. This one, this one is talk about like technology that's already in the past. Okay. Vibrating pill may give dieters a feeling of fullness, study suggests. (laughs) Okay, so this is a vibrator that you swallow? Correct. Okay. Uh, This was in The Guardian. That's real. And this was written by Nicola Best in the Business Davis. Nicola, I think we've done several stories. They must give her sort of the left of center stories at the old Jardian. Dieters everywhere know that no matter how inventive a chef you might be, Nothing leaves you buzzing like sugary or fatty foods. Uh-huh. Isn't that true? I mean, buzzing's already in there. I mean, she's when you... Good. She's good. She is the best in the biz. 
Now science might have the answer. A vibrating pill swallowed before <laughs> eating that creates the feelings of fullness. Wow. So it makes you feel like you got gut bubbles or something? Well, I don't understand at all. Me neither. The research, which has yet to be carried out on humans, shows that after 30 minutes of activity by the... Just take a guess what you think this vibrating pill is called. Mm, okay, let's see. I'll give you a hint because just think very 2024. A, a very, word 2024. Very 2024. Vibrating pill. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I, uh, you could look up Gen Z slang if you need to. We love our Gen Z bananimals. Uh, let me see. I would say... Let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the it's the tummy rabbit. I love the tummy rabbit. <laughs> You're looking up vibrators. I'm looking up vibrator names. The classic. Anybody who's ever gotten <laughs> conned into going to a sex um uh a sex device party or whatever, where somebody comes and like lays it all out, it's like a a Tupperware party for sex toys. Sex toys. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> the rabbit's always like, and the rabbit, it's old it's school. Classic. Take it in the shower, and all the girls go woo and drink <laughs> goblets of bad wine. Anyways, it's called the vibes pill. The vibes. Pigs ate uh, an average of forty percent less food following a half hour of having the vibes pill device in their stomach, and they gained weight more slowly. So they fed this to pigs, which, I mean, what was that pig's day like? Also, do you dissolve it eventually? Uh, well, you, what, okay. we're going to get All there, right. I think. All right. The Vibe's name is an acronym derived from the pill's full title, <laughs> Vibrating Ingestible Bioelectronic Stimulator. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. That's good. Whoever came up with that, uh, I'm going to clap for you. Good vibes only. One clap. Uh, the work in pigs... <laughs> The work in pigs? The work in pigs suggests the vibrations oh. activate stretch receptors in the stomach, which stimulates the presence of food. Okay. See, I didn't know this was happening. Yeah. I mean, I've been toasting to Ozempic for eight months now. It gets a laugh every time. You toast you, you, you toast yeah. and say, yeah. to Ozempic? Like, Cheers, guys. I go, to Ozempic. And everybody <laughs> just laughs, and they don't know why, and I don't know why I say it. Um, this results in signals being sent to the hypothalamus in the brain via the vagus nerve or okay. vagus nerve, yeah, yeah, yeah. increasing levels of various hormones that give rise to a feeling of fullness and decreasing those that result in feelings of hunger. Okay. We envision the vibes pill being ingested on a relatively empty stomach 20 to 30 minutes before anticipated meals to trigger the desired sensation of satiety or satiety mm-hmm. early in the meal. Okay. The team writes, adding that when produced at scale, the cost of the pills is expected to be in the cents to $1 range. <laughs> <laughs> So here's your okay. question. Here's the Here answer to yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's yeah, yeah, yeah. screaming while they're washing their dishes. Get on with it. The researchers <laughs> say the pills, which are the size of a large vitamin tablet, offer a non-invasive temporary therapy without the need for weight loss surgery and exit the body with other solid waste. Okay. Meaning humans, in humans, they would be flushed down the toilet. But it's not metal. It is plastic. It's encased by... It's a swallowed capsule, which can be triggered when stomach acids dissolve the membrane around the pill or by a timer. Okay. What if this works? I know. That'd be amazing. 
You swallow but, a vibrating pill that you shit out later, and it makes you feel full sooner. But are people just going to be snacking on these pills at some point? Right. Also, just the fact of like all the stuff that they just recently found out about plastic water bottles. Have you read about this? Yeah, that they're all leaching like crazy and that we have microplastic throughout our bodies. Yeah, but they've found a new thing. It was just out today. Cool. And sorry, this is not bananas. Breaking this is news. just bummer. Um, is that the chemicals that they put on the plastic to make them hard or to make them slick feeling, those are totally carcinogenic. Great. And when you inv- when you like drink out of a water bottle, you're having millions of those microplastics. And the real problem is because the mm. plastic itself is pretty um, bio-neutral. Yeah. Uh, it's all those chemicals that are like uh, wrapped around those polymers that then rub off into your It body. sounds like you and cool. I need to uh, do canteens again. We had bananas, we had tumblers, and we had a canteen. Look at this. I'm drinking out of a Yeti plastic water bottle. I got, I'm not yeah, drinking Yeah, time to switch it up. We sold out of those. Exactly right. Gave us nice ones, too. Those I, were metal. They were nice. Um, recently... Let's see. Oh, this approach offers alternative and potentially synergistic approach to the therapies available today. Says Giovanni Traverso. Oh. Uh, I guess you, that's probably racist, what I just did. I Why don't think so. are we allowed so. to do Italian accents? Because it's only xenophobic. It's not racist. But okay? I love those Italians. A pizzeria. Yeah, it's the last. Oh, did you, you want to hear this joke? <laughs> Yeah, I've been calling pizzas uh, pizza pies because that's kind of fun. Yeah. And it struck me that it's like so lucky that uh, the inventors of pizzerias went with pizzeria instead of pizza pieria. <laughs> so good. dumb. So dumb. So dumb. Get him back on After Midnight, Taylor. <laughs> Come on. He's got jokes. Oh, I got that pizza pieria in the oven. <laughs> Why? Because I've been eating vibes pills like they're going out of style. Um, the pill does not involve uh, the use of drugs at all, which can carry significant side effects. Mm-hmm. Recently, initial excitement over skinny jabs. Skinny jabs. Which is like a Zembic or Wagovia. Oh, they're been... called skinny jabs? I guess that's... <laughs> I mean, who's calling them skinny jabs? I feel like that's her slang The for Brits, it. maybe? I mean, oh, I love they, they say jab over there. Yeah, they can skim jab. Um, the firm behind... Oh, they say that there can be a nauseous feeling with the skinny jabs. But wouldn't you think there'd be a nauseous feeling when you eat a vibrating pill? I mean, I want to eat one just to do it. Yeah, of course I want to eat one. So to the people at Vibes, uh, we have two two men that are willing to eat this and will let you know how we feel. Wow. Get into it, guys. Papa Vibes, give us a call. Yeah, if you, you birds missed out and look what happened to them within three years. Vibes, don't go down the same path of destruction. <laughs> we will be... Your test subjects. Mm-hmm. We're willing to do that. Does anybody work at Vibes? Is the company called Vibes? It really is. It's called Vibes. It's like, you know, um, I I will turn to Cameron and say, no, that's not a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> and we'll do it for a very low rate contact exactly right. <laughs> Uh, how's your dry 69 going? Good. So it's, I'm glad I started on the first, which I've never done before. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 19 days in. So only 50 more to go. You know, next week's going to be tough because a lot of our friends are having birthdays next yep. week. And that'll be the toughest one. But I heard in LA, and this is the most Los Angeles thing you can ever hear. There is now, uh, Robbie Anderson told me, there yep. is a cocktail bar in LA that is all non-alcoholic yep. cocktails. Yeah, yeah. Have you been? No, I've, I read about it though. My first, my knee, 
my knee jerk was that's the stupidest thing I've ever yeah. heard. And then I started to go, or or what if it's awesome? Yeah. And the one the thing that I'm like a little hesitant and I don't know this is it's all about the price. If I'm paying seventeen dollars yeah, for a exactly. fake with no booze right. in it, stupid. Yeah. If it's reasonable, kinda awesome. Yeah. It yeah. Also, um, Coffee shops still exist. You, can, <laughs> if you want to have a drink with someone in a place where it's social and you can chat, it's called a coffee shop. Also, we live near Koreatown. One of the greatest things about Los Angeles, where there are boba shops everywhere. They really are that are open some twenty four hours a day. Did you see that story that a woman had three thousand kidney stones from drinking boba I every did. day? I did. We'll do that on the next episode, <laughs> or we won't. A woman yeah. only drank boba and yeah. had to get three. <laughs> 3,000 3, kidney stones removed. Uh, so, yeah, watch out. If you're drinking boba every day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It could give you three, three, Switch to metal bottled water. Um, <laughs> I was driving up from Koreatown today, and I so I just finished Dave Grohl's memoir. It's yes. really good. Oh, it's the best. I listened to it. Do you listen great. to it? I did both. So I do okay. the thing where you get the... You get the you get both and the yeah, Kindle? You get the, exactly. The audio and the Kindle, and so which is great because I read it to fall asleep, and then uh-huh. I listen to it when I'm driving. And he did something we have to do when my dry 69 is up. And they mention it. He says that if you eat KFC chicken and drink champagne, like bite the KFC and then sip the champagne, it's like the greatest combination in the world. Okay, I believe that. And it's like a Foo Fighters tradition now to do that. that. So we should do a bananas, maybe with maybe with like a well, Mamrie doesn't eat meat, I don't think, but maybe with like a friend who's like a maybe Kristen, maybe have Shaw back on. And we eat a bucket of KFC together and drink a couple nice bottles of champagne Sounds while we good. record. Maybe oh, bananas after dark. That yeah, bananas after dark for your 69th day. Ooh. <laughs> and for anybody that doesn't know what the hell we're talking about, because today is your first bananas. If you don't drink 69 days in a row, that's called a dry 69. If you let me know, I'll mail you a bumper sticker that says I have mastered the dry 69. I showed Kurt the design. Pretty strong. I told some people about it, and they were all funny people. And they all were like, Beat, 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 laugh. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> yeah, the old dry 69. <laughs> Thanks, Bananas Podcast. Thank you, Bananas Podcast. Uh, so it's time for some uh, shout outs. But before I'll tease us into what our next story is. You got it, dude. Hulk Hogan helps rescue girl from overturned car. Good, because that guy thinks a piece of shit, so I think it's time you started putting some good back in the world. There it is. Uh, give me, we'll, get, we'll get to that, but Scotty, give me some shout-outs. Okay, first, and I just handed this to you. Uh-huh. Logan, I think it's Nagel. We're going to go Logan Nagel, a banana animal, mm-hmm. kindly sent you and me some stuff from Bucky's, the giant. Dude, I am... <laughs> So excited. 100 pump gas stations that I think started in Texas. I know the biggest ones in Texas, but are now all over the south and middle of the country. They are Bucky's Holiday Pajamas. They're not footies, but they're as close to footy PJs as you can get. They are like long johns, and they have a flap in the back yeah. that has buttons that you can take That's down. Right. Your bare asshole will stick out, and you can go to the bathroom, yeah. and it's just the big Bucky's mm-hmm. beaver yep. right on, on your, your butt. butt. Oh. So thank you. She also sent some beaver nuggets. Uh, I thank said, you. let me Venmo you for shipping. She said, no way. Thank uh, you for the absolute kindness, Logan. I cannot 
wait. I'm going to put it on tonight, even though it's Christmassy. I'm going to wear it. Tonight. And next year, we'll do our Bananas Christmas card wearing those. Oh, yes. we'll That's call, a great idea. Yeah, we'll call Saltworth Studios, and we'll get something great going. I love it. Also, uh, related to that, mm-hmm. did you see that Come and Go is changing its name? I was going to do that story. Oh, my God. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about we'll it later. We'll bust into it. Yes, I did. Of course I did. <laughs> I thought of you immediately. Because I, 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 I have a joke because I saw a place in Minneapolis, I swear to God. If you live in Minneapolis, you know what I'm talking about. It's called Pump and Munch. <laughs> and whoever sta- started Pump and Munch is... is it has a serious problem yeah. that you would th- you, there's nothing no no one has ever been like that's definitely a good name for your gas station it's also and maybe some people are into pump and munch but it seems out yes. of order to me <laughs> M- seems, munch, munch and, and pump. pump seems like munch and pump everybody you know what? loves I a munch I, and pump i go munch and pump and munch and pump <laughs> Whoa! Well, you're a happily married man. Uh, Rutaf sent this in. And Curdy B, I know you're going to love this. I actually picked this one out too. Rutaf uh, is shouting herself out. All right. She passed her captain's exam today. Boat captain. Okay. Which she was the only woman sitting for the test that day. She passed. Now she can get her captain's license. Woo-hoo! And then, so I was like, do you mean boat? Because she just said captain. She said yes. And then later that day, she followed up and said, Scotty. Did you think it might be spaceship captain? I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know if it was like a sports thing oh, or like okay. a team captain. I didn't know. But anyways, boat captain, which rules. Yes. Later that day, old Rutaf, our beloved Rutaf, said she accepted a job doing marine mammal rescue. Oh, hell yes. Rutaf, whatever your real name is, if there is merch... For the Marine yes. Mammal Rescue, Curdy yes. B wears an XL. I wear a large. We want to rock some Marine Mammal Rescue merch. Oh we'll my trade you. Also, uh, that is probably Olive's dream job. Yeah. 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 So you have my daughter's dream job. Congratulations. I'm going to do a quick, uh, quick two more. How about that? I love it. Pierre Antoine wants to wish Lauren a happy 10-year anniversary. Normally, we don't do those, but Pierre, wrote, Pierre Antoine wrote the nicest DM I've gotten in 2024, uh, and Lauren introduced Pierre Antoine to Bananas. So thank you, Lauren. Oh, nice. You're a lucky lady. Um, let's see. For a moment. So... In September, it'll be my 10th year, 10 year anniversary. And for a moment, I thought Pierre was just wishing my wife a happy oh. 10 year anniversary <laughs> and not me. The old munch and pump and munch and pump. <laughs> the secret to your success. Uh, and last but not least is a great one Spa Noir. Okay. In Seattle. Ooh, okay. They listen to bananas. Yes. Spa Noir Seattle is celebrating their 20 year anniversary on February 3rd. Oh. They're in Belltown, Seattle. Oh, my God. I think you and I got to go get oh my some God. Masso- massages. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I said it like that is because they have one called a stoner massage, oh, which is yeah. a hot stone massage. Yes. It's in Belltown. I and think you and I should go before our Seattle show. All right. So this is what we'll do. We'll fly out early in the morning. There it is. We arrive first thing. Mm-hmm. We go immediately, 11 a.m. We're getting massages. I bet you there's a, st- a spa, a steam room or something like I that. I would love to steam up before Bananas oh, Live in Seattle. Yes. That's April be 18th. April 18th, we are in Seattle and we, we have a Portland venue. Yes, we do. April 19th at... The old church in Portland. You've heard it. It's cool. It's literally an old church. It is literally an old church. It's going to be very, very fun. So uh, we will put that. uh, Links are right now up for the Seattle show. We'll put up a link for the Portland show. Portland, April 19th. 
We're coming to you, baby. Portland's been such a great city. We've had like two awesome shows there. Seattle, you got to live up to the Tacoma hype. Yeah. So we'll see you Pacific Northwest. Whose story is it? Yours or mine's? Mine. Hulk Hogan helps rescue girl oh, yeah. from overturned car. Literally, when I saw the title, this was sent in by Don Mondock. Thank mm-hmm. you, Don. Um, I was, I immediately had to check the date. I was just like, is what, who, when is this from? And it is from today. Here it is, written by the Associated Press. That's real. This was in NBC News. Uh, Tampa, Florida, retired wrestler Hulk Hogan and a friend doesn't get a name. Doesn't get a name. If you are ever friends with a famous person and you ever do an amazing thing, yeah. you will never get your name printed. Yeah, you better not be on a plane Ooh. crash with Hulk Hogan because it doesn't matter how many charitable acts you did. It's going to be uh allegedly racist man <laughs> r- with giant python arms dies in plane crash. <laughs> A uh, retired wrestler Hulk Hogan and a friend rescued a teenage girl who was trapped in an overturned vehicle after a crash in Florida. Hogan said on the social media platform X that he used a ballpoint pen to puncture the car's airbag and free the girl after witnessing the accident Sunday night in Tampa. His wife, yoga instructor Sky Daly, which is also a great magazine about the sky. <laughs> 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 I'm reading. Took to Facebook to praise this, the quick action taken by her 70-year-old husband and the couple's friend, Jake Rask. There it is, Jake Rask. By all appearances, she was unscathed, just really rattled, which is an absolute miracle, Daly wrote. The Tampa Police Department sent an email Tuesday that there were only minor injuries from the crash. Hogan, whose real name is Terry Bolea. Did you know that? I, I did know that, okay. actually. As a member of the WWE Hall of Fame, lives in Tampa Bay. Thank God. Uh, thank you, God. All is well, even now. Amen, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> That's what he wrote. <laughs> oh, Lord. There it is. That's pretty fascinating. Yeah, it almost reads like a PR stunt. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, did he flip the car over to begin with? Did he throw his daughter Brooke out into the road so they'd swerve into a ravine? Uh, you never know. It does. But you know what? Good job. I'm going to give it up for Jake Rask. Jake, good job. I bet you you did all of it, and then you're like, yeah, Hulk, you can have this one. Yeah, there's a story. I, I don't know if it's true or an urban legend, but there was a story about a celebrity, and I, I, for some reason I think it was Joaquin Phoenix, which is okay. insane, Okay, but that's just what's in my, my mind, and that he had gone off the road on Mulholland Drive and flipped his car upside down. I'm looking for it online right now, mm-hmm. and that he was like, oh, shit, and then... Like, he heard somebody scrambling down the hill at, like, 2 a.m., and he looks over, and he sees, like, feet coming up to his upside-down car, and it was Tom Cruise. And he goes, I'm Tom Cruise, and I'm going to rescue you. And then he pulled him out of his car to safety. (laughs) And he goes, and and, and Joaquin Phoenix goes, I am Joaquin Phoenix, and I will be rescued. So that Hulk Hogan, yeah. And then I could just imagine them hugging with like just a a bright blue, a bright white moon rising over Los Angeles, and (laughs) all interesting and seemingly toxic white males. Uh, Gosh, I 
I'm trying to think if I told this story. Tell it again. Don't worry about it. No one's listened to every single episode. Mm-hmm. Some people have. We, well, maybe. I like at those end of the year, the Spotify raps or whatever. Some people are like, I listened to 26,000 hours of bananas <laughs> this year. And I'm like, okay, if Kurt and I go missing, start there. Um, I was, yeah, I was on a date in Northampton, Massachusetts, and I was turning into a parking spot and I got rear ended by a pickup truck oh and the pickup truck uh instead of stopping just peeled out and sped away and so i started driving after the the truck driver and the woman i was on a date with i was like call 911 and let them know i'm going to tell them the streets were on and what the license plate is and so we ch- i chased no this way. guy on a, this was on a first or second date oh my god Yes. So she's calling. She's on nine one one, and this is like the this. And they're is telling Nokia you stop, phones. stop following. That's them. exactly. What they yeah. were like, I was like, hi, and she's like, what road are we on? I'm like, we're on Hadley Road four or whatever, and she's like, we were just hit, and we're following the person. They're in a blue pickup truck, and the license plate, and the nine one one operator was like, pull over, do not do that, do not leave the scene of the crime, do not chase anybody, and I was like, I'm ch- my adrenaline was pumping, so I'm like, I'm chasing them. so we chased them a little longer we gave them they're like okay units are on the way or whatever so Uh then i was like well do you want to go back and she was like yeah sure and so we we went back to the restaurant we were supposed to go to Uh and there it was a nice night and there were a bunch of people in the street and when we pulled in my car like the taillights wouldn't work and the the bumper was dented in it wasn't terrible yeah but this nice these two older gay men this nice couple walks over and they were like we got the license plate and i was like you did they're like we wrote it down and here it is and i was like thank you so much she's like yeah we don't want them to get away with crime in this town and i was like thank you and then we went in and the host is like i got the license plate (laughs) everybody was like just doing citizens on patrol and I, it was like it was such an exciting and stupid way. We eventually got the guy, uh-huh. and we I got a new bumper, which was very exciting. For but me. also, like that's a it's a crime to drive away from a an accident, right? Yeah, it might be a crime Hit to chase run. somebody after one too. But I was like, there's just no way. I of mean, course. I was 19. Yeah. So so did he get arrested for hit and run or anything? They went to his house and they were able to tell from the damage on both our vehicles. He denied it, and then eventually his insurance did cover my replacement that's but, crazy but we had witnesses and stuff it was just so funny because this was you know now now everybody would whip out their smartphone and film yeah. everything yeah, and yeah, be yeah, like yeah. got you but everybody just wrote it down on pieces of paper and i'm yeah. like thank you thank you so much this is very nice hit and run is like one of the grossest it's the lowest it's the lowest speaking of maverick says no more come and go okay Gus maverick G says sent that? The, yeah maverick is a gas station chain i think okay uh, with a K, no C. Uh, Gus G sent this in. Thank you, Gus, Gus G. G. Gus G from Colorado. Uh, Springfield, Missouri, though, after acquiring Iowa-based chain Come and Go. How? Iowa. They acquired it. Okay. I can't wait to find out what the renaming is. Maverick has chosen to phase out the brand in 2025. So your joke's good for another year. Oh, in 2025. All right. What are they going to rename it? I fuck gas? <laughs> Yeah, now it's just come and come. <laughs> we won't we be got rid of this go part. People were stealing gas too much. Come and come <laughs> with a Q, K U M and Q U M. Nothing dirty about that. <laughs> it's come and come. Uh, according to CSPDailyNews.com, which sounds fake in every single thing I just yeah. said, in April 2023, Come and Go owner Krauss Group sold more than 400 stores. So there are 400 Come and Goes. Wow. 
uh, to Maverick, that is Maverick without a C, uh, as part of an estimated $2 billion tra- transaction. Wow. That's a lot of gas. That is a lot. Uh, Maverick agreed to keep come and goes 5,000 associates. Good. But the future of the brand was still uncertain. Also, I just read a thing. I bet you saw this too about how um, self checkout is like a failed thing, and that they're, they're, the it. amount of theft, intentional and unintentional, is so high that yeah. they're slowly going to just go back. To I it. love self checkout, and you're I hate an that they're person. getting. I hate that they're getting rid of it. I love it, love it so much. It's so much easier, especially when you have like one thing. It's like bing, and you're out. You're or, Anything remotely embarrassing. Yes. If you have your Imodium AD and a 12-pack of Charmin, yeah. sometimes you don't want Dorothy at checkout to let yeah, you know. right? I do love Dorothy at Gelson. She's so nice. Yes, she is. Um, as for the rest in the... Oh, since uh, since the purchase, all come-and-go stores were rebanded to Maverick in Utah and uh, the Intermountain West region. That's boring. They got to do better than Maverick. They got to do better than Maverick without a C. Yeah, you got it. Or yeah, exactly. Since the per- purchase, all come and go stores. Oh, I just said that. As for the rest of the country, around late fall, early winter, CSP Daily News of sources said a consensus emerged with Maverick's leadership that the come and go brand would be officially retired. Uh, but yeah, does we it gotta- say what year they named come and go? Because my joke had it yes. is like. No matter what year Come and Go was named, yeah, it was never not horny. Nineteen sixty-three. That's 1963. a horny decade. Never not horny. You name something Come and Go, horny. Also with a K, maybe you're racist. Well, here the last sentence. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> established in nineteen sixty-three, Come and Go was founded by Bill Krause. Nothing funny about the name Bill Krause and his father-in-law Tony Gentle. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Gentle wanted to be a little less gentle with his name. Oh, his man. Tony Gentle. Oh, gentle. I mean, it feels it feels like an anchorman joke. But, like, if you met somebody and they were like, my name's Anthony Gentle. I know. You can call me Tony. You're like, <laughs> gentle? He's the go part for sure. Bill Krause was the come part. Tony Gentle was the go part. Yeah, so, was there? Oh, is it K and G? Kraus and gentle I think come so. and go. That's I think why. So. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, that's all of a sudden like they're just thinking about their names. They're not thinking about the words that they're using. Like it's just you kind of have to be like, whoa. That like that makes sense that they're like, well, we know we got a K and a G. But in it's there. the U M. If it was K O M E, you go, okay. They're saying the word like come and go is a phrase. Yeah, come and go. To, go to the yeah, U M is, is weird. Wild. It's yeah. You have to like make so many jumps for it to be okay. Yep. Um, also, isn't there another one called TNA? I don't know. I remember where you lived in Brooklyn. There was a place called the Munch Box. I was like, you know what you're doing. It was right up near La Bagel Delight, um, and it was called Munch Box. Really? When? Why not? Um, also, no, it's just called TA Travel Centers. Gas is another one of those things in 30 years. Like, I know, like, some people like electric vehicles, some don't. They seem to not work in freezing cold temperatures, which is a nice discovery for Chicagoans everywhere. (laughs) But uh, that does seem like something that I'd like. So, you got out of your car and sprayed $100 of fluid into it that combusted, (laughs) and then. And you're like, yeah, that does sound dumb the way you're saying it. I was, as a child, I was obsessed with pumping gas. Because in Jersey, you, do you don't pump your own gas. So you just pull up and, a, a, you know, you have to wait. And then a guy comes over and does it for you. And if it's busy, sometimes you have to wait a little while. 
But I would always, it was always, so it was a treat to be able to get out. I would like convince the guy, I'd be mm-hmm. like, can I please? And then I was, as a five-year-old, I would sure. like put the thing in and pull the, of course, it's so fun. Yeah. Also, I um, like the smell of gas. I still do. Yeah. It smells I don't mind very it. cool. Yeah. Um, that's, what a, Oregon does that too, I think. I think there's a few really? states that have that, but it's good because I was once like, this seems so annoying. And then everybody in New Jersey is like, actually, it's a job, jobs program and actually it's a little faster. And then you do it a few times, you're like, it is faster. Yeah. Right. And also it's, uh, and you'd always tip them too. Yes. Which is always nice. Yes. Um, That's a nice one. You want another funny one? Yeah. There were a few that reminded me of you to, uh, this week. I don't know why. There was just a bunch. Here's just a silly one. That's a real short one that you almost go like, how is this news? Okay. Mel Guthrie sent this in. Mel, thank you. One in a million. Sisters, man. I'm going to clear it up at the top. Okay. There's a town called Sisters or an area called Great. Sisters. Okay. Sisters, man, because I read the headline a lot, Yeah, finds fallen tree limb that landed in his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> this made the news. Give it to me. Yahoo News, Jenna Demel, or Demel, D-E-M-L, Demel, best in the biz, Portland, Oregon, where you don't get to pump your own gas. One man and sisters had a surprise during a winter storm when a branch fell through the roof of his house oh and directly god. into his toilet. Oh my god. You're looking at it? No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, it is. It looks like what did you eat? Uh, <laughs> Matt Houston says he was asleep Tuesday morning when the branch fell into his home landing smack dab right in the toilet bowl. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really good. So guys, it is a giant limb so i would say the limb is just slightly narrower than the whole opening of the toilet uh of the toilet yeah it's jammed in there vertically <laughs> like a log yeah. like a vertical log uh and then the top of it has you know broken off of from the tree and it's almost like a yawning mouth it's fantastic it's really amazing yeah, he was asleep Tuesday morning when the branch fell into his home, landing smack dab right in his toilet bowl. Arborists, you know, you gotta... Yahoo News mm-hmm. goes, who would know about this? Mm-hmm. And Jenna Demel goes, I'm gonna call an arborist. <laughs> arborists say that sometimes tree limbs just can't stand up to the thick slush and simply break thick off. slush. Houston posted a picture on Facebook. Some people still use it. Bananas has a Facebook if you want to follow us on there. Ooh, and guess what? I think by the time this comes out, bananaspodcast.com will be live. Holy smokes. Yeah. And you can also go to scottysgettingpetting.dog if you want to see how many dogs. I just petted Zelda today. And uh, uh, <laughs> she, yeah, and I'm going to put it up there. I'm going to put it up there. But again, shout out to Tori Hemsath. We're going to have a big thing. If you need a website, uh, go to our web, go to our Instagram page, or go to the bottom of our website, and you can get Tori's info. Um, she makes great websites. She's our worldwide wonderful on the podcast, and yes. uh, we we simply love her. Um, what's this dude's name? Uh, Matt Houston. Great name, Matt Houston of Portland of Sisters. I've got a lot of interesting reactions to my Facebook post from some of my friends. Some of my friends that never respond, responded. <laughs> the toilet bowl is, I don't think you could have ever set that to take place like that ever again. I mean, that had to be one in a million. It does seem like one in a million. It's pretty incredible. It's pretty damn I'm going to give you these two, Scotty. Mm. I'm not going to get into them. I'm going to send us home with these. Ooh. But I like the idea of having a bunch of stories 
in this episode. Yes, these conversation pieces. Here if you're it on is. a hinge date tonight, bring these up. Knife necklace may have played a role in the death of a man <laughs> at Kowloon Restaurant in Saugus. Yeah, baby. Maybe. Uh, this is from Saugus, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. written by Bob Ward. Thank you for 25, Boston 25 News. Very good. The Essex County's DA's office says the death of 42-year-old Patrick <laughs> Kenny Jr. outside Saugus Kowloon Restaurant Saturday night was a tragic accident. But investigators are still trying to unravel the events that caused his death. A law enforcement source mm. with knowledge of the investigations tells Boston 25 mm. it appears Kenny's death was caused by a knife necklace that he was wearing and that he accidentally tripped in the Kowloon's parking lot no. and somehow cut himself with a knife. And I was like, what the hell is a knife necklace? So I Googled Of course, it. you have to these days. There are so many of these dumb things. I want to I tell this story just to everyone. If you have a necklace that is a knife, yes. never wear it. Yes. It literally just cut his carotid artery, yeah. and he bled to death. Yeah. In the parking lot because he tripped. Yes. And Did- don't wear a machete headdress either. One, <laughs> it's culturally inappropriate. Two, you might chop somebody's head off. <laughs> so insane. And then lastly, this was in The Independent, written by Oliver Browning. Mm. Extremely rare dolphin with thumbs. No way. Spotted off the They're coming. Hey. And, uh, and there's a picture. And when they say with thumbs, well, that's a... Just some little bumps. It's it's like a it's almost like just a hook at the top of the flipper. It's a but, bottle opener. But they say with thumbs. Bottle because... opener nose dolphin. Come on! <laughs> it does look like a bottle opener. Yeah. It really looks like a bottle opener. And they say thumbs because um in which I didn't know in dolphins um and this was in the independent by the way mm-hmm. uh, in dolphins uh, flippers they have all of our same oh really they have they four have fingers and they have a thumb huh. and so in this case the middle the the two the index and the pointer finger are gone and so it's like that oh that's cool yeah so, so it's like throwing a shocker or whatever okay but it reminds me of an old joke i don't know if you remember it where it's like if dolphins had thumbs people say if dolphins had thumbs they would have invented frozen yogurt first <laughs> and um <laughs> yeah maybe and uh he doesn't do anything with it this dolphin oh what a loser yeah not he's even. not doing Hey, that dolphin loves our canoe. He's just paddling around just like normal dolphins, probably being incredibly intelligent. Can I hitch a ride? Ava- available to his friends. <laughs> Breed that dolphin. Uh, Talking uh, to aliens who come and land in the ocean. <laughs> that's right. Rutaf, breed that breed that dolphin until all dolphins have several thumbs. Yes. And then we're going to get them some PlayStations, and then they're going to turn into people. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Bananas. Thank you to Katie Levine, we our love Katie fantastic Levine. producer. Thank you to Lisa Maggot, our uh, full human uh, part-time, part-time employee. employee. Our worldwide wonderful. Our worldwide wonderful Tori Hemsath for making our website. And to everyone at Exactly Right for just being fantastic. We love you. Thanks, Bananimals. Hey. Bananas. Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. The catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas. Bananas.